Yes, it's episode 129 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. Can you hear the gruff in the voice? The gruff of Griff. The gruff of Griff, yeah. <laughs> it's been, uh, I've just come, I've come out from Stag Do this weekend in Newcastle and my voice is gone. Uh, mix of the alcohol, mix of the lack of sleep and the mix of my just incessant obsession of trying to talk over music. Why? Why do I do it every time I go out rather than go to a quiet area and have a chat with my mates? No, I'm just there, middle of the dance floor, next to the speaker. Mate, you know, if you ever need to talk to you about your problems, I'm here for you. It's not this all banter, you know, we're, we're getting older and sometimes we go through things, we need to talk more. So, yeah, but choose your moments, have those deep conversations, Darren. And, um, yeah, do it in Newcastle. In Newcastle, it was really fun in Newcastle um, this weekend. Went to, uh, we did on sad On the Friday, we got a Friday. And uh, what did we do? We just went out, didn't we? We went out on Friday. Uh, naturally, you you fall into a strip club because it's a stag. And do you know what? When you don't want to dance, strippers really don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear honestly I was sat there and I was like I'm going to go to the bar They're Like, you can't go to the bar, it's table service it's like what, so now you're going to charge me a service charge for bringing me the drink even though I have no option to go to the bar myself and I was just sat there and I was like I just don't want to dance, don't want one just weren't feeling it and oh, yeah, they're like what are you doing in here if you don't want to dance I don't because I just don't want one. I'm here for my friend Stag. Where are your friends? I don't know. <laughs> so, what's it matter? There's so many other guys here. Go, go talk to them. But I want to dance with you. Well, then you pay me, innit? If you really want to dance with me. I mean, of course you really want to dance with me. If I'm paying you. Dick. Anyway, that was, um, that was Friday. Saturday, played foot golf uh, in Whitley Bay. And tell you what, what my right thigh is burning because it's not like playing football where you're running around just kicking the ball you're doing just you're standing and just kicking with the same leg the same motion it's just absolutely to bits my, my right thigh um, but that was fun and then we went to uh, the dogs Newcastle dogs and um, do you know what what a waste of money <laughs> I do not like dog racing. Well, Newcastle dogs anyway. It's just so funny because I've been about three times to different dog races and the same thing happens. I spend the first two or three races going, oh, that's what that means on the programme. If I knew that, I would have betted on that thing. Like a handicap race where they're one of the dogs, the dogs start different distances based on like their form and who's the better dog, whatever. There's one dog... They had him starting like, it's almost like halfway around the track. And he bloody won. I was like, oh, we knew that's where he was starting. I would have backed him. But then, yeah, back out again that night. And um, oh, I just remember something from the Friday. You know when you're so drunk that you overestimate your appetite? So I bought a Subway sandwich, six-inch Subway. No Jussie Smollett. Wasn't attacked by any MAGA people. Anyway, maybe no noose around my neck. <laughs> it's got... Going to Subway, got my 16 sandwich. 
while finishing that, walked past kebab shops. So yeah, I reckon I can have a kebab as well. Do, do, do you know what happened with that kebab? Woke up next morning with our room stinking of kebab because I probably had a few chips. I even had the audacity to get chips as well. And um, I didn't eat that at all. So yeah, get all of that. I'll get all the onions in there, mate. Get all of that. And I just fell asleep with it in the room. So the room stank. Bloody kebab. We say the nicest youth hostel though. No, a hostel, not a youth hostel. Just a hostel. And um, I forgot to bring my flip flops, didn't I? So I was having showers with socks on because you think I'm going bareback in a fucking hostel shower. You are nuts. I'm not that guy. I'm not out here unprotected getting AIDS on the bottom of my foot. Not today. All right. Not today. And um, trying to what else happened. So, yeah, then this this morning just almost missing my train. So, well, so we're getting old. There's six of us in our room, and after foot golf before the dogs, I fell asleep in the room. And I was like, "Jeez!" So I woke up from my nap. It's like, oh god, this is a stag. Look at me just asleep. This ain't stag, mate. I'm not being a lad. I need to look around the room, and all five of my roommates are all asleep as well. <laughs> Just can't hack it anymore. Cannot hack it. And do you know what? Next weekend I'm at my friend's wedding and we go again. This is what we do. We just go again for the next one. So, so groom, the groom told me this morning, not this morning, yesterday, that I need to be at the venue. <sighs> well, now I've got to leave. Leave my hotel at 7.45 in the morning. 7.45 people. I've got to be at the venue earlier than I start my actual job. Ridiculous behaviour, but do you know what? It's my mate's wedding. I'll be there for him. And I'll, I'll do it. Oh God, what's 7.45? Jesus Christ, man. Jesus Christ. Just need some sleep. Just need some sleep. Oh, God. But no, I'm looking forward to that as well. Looking forward to that. Um, what what else has been happening this week? Uh, still selling tickets at Essex Boy. Tickets still selling there. Um, had a little bit of a pickup with ticket sales lately. So people are now going, oh shit, yeah, that thing next month. Okay, I'll get a ticket for that now. So I guess I've got to blast that around this week. From from this week on, it'll just be I'm going to be boring you people. But I just keep on posting, 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 keep on posting. Keep on posting. And just sending the link to people personally. Just send the link. Post, 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 post. Send link. Post, post, send link. Post, post. And don't message me privately to say, oh my God, you're so funny. Unless you're messaging me to say, oh my God, you're so funny. I've got my ticket, bro. That's all I want to see from you. I don't want your good words and your support. <laughs> via text. I want it via ticket purchase. That's what I want. Well, you're not there. At the show, laughing, having a good time. Because I said, I just don't, I don't mind if you can't make it. But I just, I think I said on last week's podcast, but I just do not want anyone messaging me on the 17th going, oh man, I didn't know you had the show. I would have come if I knew. When's the next one? When's the next hour you're doing? For fuck's sake, man. 
Tell you what, okay. Get your ticket. <laughs> so I've been doing this Geordie accent all, all weekend. Oh dear. It's just be funny because I, I don't. Even if I was impersonating a man or a woman, I, I wouldn't change my voice. It would still be the same bass in my voice. So I see, I live vicariously for my single mates. Uh, you know, they're the strikers now. They're in the box. I'm getting married. I'm dropping deep. I'm not in. I'm not in deep line midfield. Centre back. I'm defensive midfield now. That's why I'm defensive midfield. Okay. No. I'm, I'm not going to cock block. I'm not going to say, all right, boys, let's go home now when the single boys ain't got anything and they're, and they're still out on the prowl. I won't do that. But my assist in the box, I'm not in the box. I can't be in the box. I can't be peppering shots for you to tap in the rebound. Nah. I can't be that active with the assist. But what I can be, I could be... Is that fireworks? What I can be, I could be deep midfield. I could spray some balls into the box for you. Basically, what I'm saying is, I will see a woman who's attractive and go, Oi, mate, long ball, go talk to her. Just do a bit of coaching, a bit of pep, few pep talks to some of the single boys. Because one, this, this is what happened, right? And no disrespect for the jobs that people do, but we was in the bar. No, we were in VIP. And, you know, this, this lady, attractive lady, brings over the bottles. And my mate goes, Jesus, she, she's off, she's fit. Go, what are you talking to her then? Nah, nah, she's out of my league. And I was like, no one's out of anyone's league, for one. Two, no disrespect. She's a bottle girl. I can almost guarantee you earn five to six times more than she does. And he just looked at me, he's like, you what? I go, yeah. Well, she's out of your league because she's fucking attractive. Look, look at all these attractive girls in this this place here. Half of them share a room with their sister. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you've got, oh, I can't talk to her. She's too attractive. No. Only type of woman a guy should be intimidated by is if she does, like, the man stuff better than you as well. You know what I mean? Like, the stuff that you value, you put placement, I must say the man stuff, the stuff you as a man put value on for your own masculine identity. So if you go to the gym and you want to be strong, but nah, she's actually stronger than you. She can bench more than you. Or you're like, oh, I want to earn this much. And no, she earns double what you earn. Then yeah, okay, I can understand you being intimidated by that woman. You look at that woman and go, oh, she's out of my league. And even then, all of her exes have been dickheads. And just because you actually go, hey, thanks, babe. And she does something nice, you say, oh my God, I've never had anyone treat me so nicely before. And then you're suddenly not out of her league. You're, you're there. So I was doing that. That was my role instead. Just coaching, player manager role. Deep line midfielder, not in the box with the assists. But even then, I was with my friends and we saw an attractive woman. I said, go talk to her. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. And I'll, and I'll depersonate the woman to get them in, in the mood. But I don't think my voice really put them in the mood. Do you know what? You are right fit. You are... Oh... The things I'll do to you. <laughs> do what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a nice guy from London who's got a cock. Available cock for me. Newcastle. Anyway. <laughs> ah, dear. 
But uh, yeah, so I think what else have been doing this week? Um, oh, gigged on Sunday, didn't I? Gigged on Sunday. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, that was a weird gig, man. Just remember that was that, that was this week. Jesus Christ, my, my time's flying. Yeah, gigged on Sunday at a hideaway. It was, it was quiet and the crowds were weird. And yeah, but I can't can't diss the crowd. Can't diss the crowd. I had someone walk though. I'm really happy. I made someone walk. Two people walk. Um, yeah, something that I knew. But apparently, uh, middle-aged black men don't like talking about LGBT stuff, and they really don't like being called a batty man. <sighs> and uh, that's what I did. Now here's a question: Is it homophobic to use a homophobic slur on a homophobe? Because you know it will hurt their feelings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I know it's, it's wrong to use a homophobic slur on somebody who's homosexual. But to use a homophobic slur on a homophobe because it will upset them. Even if they never use slur, just call, calling homophobes gay sounds funny. Just suggest they could be gay. It's, it's one of my favourite pastimes to do. But that's what happened on Sunday. Guy walked out, two guys walked out. Pretty happy. I should have said that. You're both walking out together. I want to talk about the man sex. Got you, got you inspired. <laughs> but, um, well, I said, oh, podcast. Go check out the ESM podcast. And, and all I do is fail podcasts as well. I was on both their podcasts. And just, they're both just fun. Fun, fun podcasts to be on. Uh, what else have I done this week? I can't think what else I've done this week, man. Just, uh... Yeah, there's a few gigs, but... Oh, sorry, something's popped in my head. Right, on the train. When will people learn how fucking seat numbers work? When? It's just so annoying. Every fucking stop, there's just people just piled up in the aisleway. Just, just looking, just gormlessly. Jeez, what is going on? Why are there fireworks going off? Is, are we celebrating like Bastille Day in? The fuck? There's nothing to celebrate. Why is there fireworks? But yeah, when people learn how to seat numbers work, man, it, it annoys the shit out of me. Just, every, yeah, each stop, just new people coming into the train, just mouth open, gorms, it can't work out the seats. And I was like, I think you're sat in my seat. Do you? What you're actually saying is, I don't know what my seat is. Because if I did know, then there's no doubt whether you're sat in the seat or not. Because I can go, I can fucking see you. I think you're sat in my seat. Save your chest, bro. Get up. That's what we had to do. Some guys are sleeping in our seats. I was like, why? Uh, here we go. Carriage D. 31, 32, 33. And 34. Yeah, mate. Uh, sorry, wake up. What? You're in our seats. Oh, sorry. Sorry, man. Sorry. Okay. Um, go. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, it's right. No, he's, he's sorry. Just just get out of the seat. Yeah, you pissed yourself, have you? Now, it just happens every time. I see, there's every time I go on a train, a football stadium. I just don't know how people sit. Cinema. I just don't know how people sit in the wrong seat. I don't mind if you're sat in the wrong seat and you're chancing it. That's different. Like, you literally go, 
oh, do you know what? I haven't got a ticket for this seat, and this seat's better, and no one sat in it. Now you're here. Yeah, sure, I'll get up. I'll go and use my ticket to sit in the seat I'm meant to sit in. But I saw some ridiculous things. I saw someone get moved out of their seat today, right, by someone whose seat it wasn't. I think, I'm not sure if I've said this on the podcast before when I've seen this, but it's just ridiculous because I've seen it many times and I saw it again. This woman come on and she's like, oh, is this, is this, is this 43C? Is this 43? Oh, I think you're in my seat. And the girl's gone, oh, oh, sorry, and just got out of it. The other to my mates, I'm gone, 43C. So, this is carriage D, mate. She's in the wrong carriage. <laughs> It's like, no, they let this woman come into the wrong carriage and move you out of a seat. It's like, nah. I don't know, man. I think this should be like a test. Like, uh, you've got to have like a certain kind of level of intelligence to use anything that has seat numbers. I'm oh, sorry, I mean, the, people get it so glaringly wrong as well. Just like, oh, what, what seat's this, sorry? Oh, 44. Oh, I'm in 44. Looks at their ticket. Oh, 34. Sorry. Oh, block, I've been blocked 320. Oh, shit, where are we now? 230. Oh, sorry. I'm in the wrong part of the stadium. So when you bought the ticket, was you sat in the east stand when you bought the ticket? No. You're currently sat in the east. You're, you're in the wrong part of the stadium. I'm ranting. I'm ranting about something that's not very important. All right, I'm just hungover. My voice is raspy. And, um, and I just need to get this podcast out. It's 10 to 11 on a Sunday I'm doing this. I've been in all day, but I just haven't organised myself to have done this podcast earlier. But um, what else do I want to talk about, man? Oh, I'm on the train down here on Twitter, because that's how I get my news. There's outrage that they've made Bond a black woman. Uh, is it Lashana Lynch is her name? I believe her name is Lashana Lynch. Such a terrible name for a black person, Lynch. But, oh well, she didn't pick her own surname. But, she has been listed as the new 007. And Twitter has gone fully fucking illiterate mental. Batshit mental and fucking illiterate. People going, people just keep need to stop reacting off headlines. And start reading full articles. No. How about you just read the headline fucking properly. Headline says, Lashana Lynch will introduce as new 007. That's the Metro. The Sun. Um, Bond 25. We'll see actress Lashana Lynch take over from Daniel Craig to become the first female 007. Uh, GQ. Actress Lashana Lynch is the new 007 in the upcoming James Bond. Okay. This still doesn't stop illiterate morons going, why have they made Bond black and a woman? It's too much. She's like, no, it said she's going to play 007. That's the code name for the agent. That's always been his code name. He has the code. There's there's a 006. There's, that's it. He's just a seventh agent. He's 007. He's James Bond. James Bond has not been changed to a black woman. James Bond retired at the end of the last film. We saw that. Which implies that the people moaning don't even watch the James Bond films. I didn't even watch the last James Bond film and I know he retired. Because he's old. He's retired. 
And when someone retires, guess what? Their codes and stuff can be reused by someone else. It's reissued, reassigned. I mean, it's like if you go to a new office and you sit in someone else's old desk, it doesn't mean you're them now. Even if you take their job, you're not them. Stupid. Well, you think that all the agents... And the thing is, though, some people write in online going, I don't know why I'd have to make Bond a black woman. Why can't they just introduce a new character and make her be a black woman? That is exactly what they did. And you still are misreading it because you are a fucking idiot and you cannot read headlines. Let alone read the whole article as well. It's fucking ridiculous, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um... But, hey, our race officers exposes some of the racism of some people. People going proper personal about her. Nothing to do with 007, nothing to do with James Bond. See, now you're just being a racist, you're just being a sexist. Oh, dear. It, it's funny. It is so funny. I can't wait for some people to boycott a film that they really wanted to see. <laughs> because they can't read. A fucking headline. Brilliant. Brilliant, though. But, um... Yeah, man. Fair play to the girl. Fair play. Um, to get in the role. And, um... Yeah, it's just, it just makes you laugh. People being so fucking upset by that shit. Oh, they made Bond black. And the woman... And they haven't. Because I've always said I don't want Bond to be a black guy. I like Bond being a white guy. I just like that. But uh, no one's making Bond black, all right? So chill out. Relax. All right? It's okay, people. You'll be all right. Okay. Let's get a bit of Dear Deirdre. Don't have anything else to talk about, is there? Uh, Wimbledon. Uh, oh, yeah. Shout out to Simona Halep. She beat Serena Williams in the final. Um... And then also saw some some critiques saying that Serena's overweight and that's why she hasn't been winning these finals. Well, she's managed to make it to the finals, so she can't be that overweight. Uh, but it's a quick final, wasn't it? It's, it's a kind of a hard argument for the equal pay thing where the women's final was done in, what, like 30 minutes? <laughs> and the men's final, five fucking hours. Five hours. I watched Rod, Roger Federer win 36 games and still didn't win the match. He won 36 games. He won two sets. Didn't win the match, though. And I just loved it. His uh, Djokovic's speeches at the end. It's just like, yeah, it was always fun here. We had a good time. Um, now go back to being a husband and a dad. He's like, of course you can react like that. You've got 20 majors. You're trying to get your ninth Wimbledon. You, 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 can, you can accept losing. Who's such a gracious loser? No, he's not. He's a fucking winner. And he's won so much. He's just like, I can take this loss because I've won fuckloads. I'm going to win more. It's all right. Stay calm. But anyway, that's um, what else happens as well. Any other sporting shit? Nah, not nothing else that I watched. Anyway, let's get on to Dear Deirdre. Dear Deirdre. Or do I want to check Twitter quickly just to make sure I ain't missed any breaking news? What's trending? Um, 
<laughs> so I just saw something Travis has said about Love Island. That's the exact same thing. Belle is definitely from South London. Her gusto, her hand gestures, I recognise the energy. I definitely respect it. <laughs> oh, dear. It's true, man. She did wax his ass cheeks and got pied off like that. Anyway, let's... Um, Let's get on to Dear Deirdre because I don't think there's anything trending. Uh, other than, yeah, this Lashana Lynch thing. What the fuck is, why is Optimus Prime driving behind me? What the fuck is that? Um, Stormzy waved a checkered flag um, at the British Grand Prix. So I'm guessing that Hamilton won. Yeah, he did. It's too easy, mate. Too easy. And uh, why is Mara's trending? Okay, last minute free kick. Shit. Well, I know how it ends. He obviously scores. Oh, not up Nigeria. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Niger boys. The super eagles. I'm sorry. I'm not. That is. Oh, man. That is sad. Jesus Christ. Anyway, dear Deirdre, I'm risking it all for sex with my wife's naughty sister, but I can't stop from reading full dramatic aggression. I'm having sex. I'm having awesome sex with my gorgeous sister-in-law, though I got married just a year ago. I'm 31. And my wife is 28. We had a whirlwind romance and married quickly. It, has, it was a great day. We have been pretty happy so far. Her family live in Spain. Espen. And invited us to visit them three months ago. Her sister also lives in uh, lives in there. Uh, she's 26 and works in the travel business. In the Espen. So young, young uh, Esperanza. It's there. So this is my younger sister. Uh, please ignore that the fact she walks around naked all the time. Anyway, I hadn't met her before. There you go. <laughs> I have met her before his visit because she used to be based in Thailand and couldn't make it to our wedding at short notice. As soon as I saw her, I knew I had to get her into bed. Jesus Christ, dude. Is that your reaction to meeting someone's sister? Go fucking bang you. Let's get on my jaw. He wasn't hitting my front tooth. Anyway, I had met her before this visit and uh, she used to be based in Thailand. I couldn't make it for um, knew I had to yeah, sorry, get into bed. She's gorgeous. And kept telling me her sister is a lucky girl and that I looked hot and she liked my accent and how I dress. I was flattered and got increasingly flirtatious. Let's see, your sister was your wife got tired and went to bed early, leaving you and the sister downstairs to catch up on the balcony or something. And then one thing led to another and we had passionate sex right there in the kitchen. <clears throat> That's what, it's going to be something like that. Here we go, let's go. My wife had told me a bit about her sister, including that she was excluded from school at one point for having sex with an older boy and that their parents used to worry about her staying out all night. Oh, God. Oh. So I knew she was a bit of a naughty girl. That just made me want her more. I could feel the tension building as we all sat on the terrace. <laughs> That'd be a balcony or a terrace. Uh, on one hot evening, we both knew we had to have sex. Oh, I waited until my wife fell asleep and crept out 
to her sister's bedroom. She was really pleased to see me and we were soon kissing each other's naked bodies. The sex is out of this world. The best I've ever had. Uh, what made it more thrilling was knowing my wife and in-laws were sleeping in the rooms nearby, oblivious. Since we returned... I mean, that's mad though. That is a wild level of cheating. To sneak out of your bed to bang your wife's sister. You know what I mean? She wakes up. She's like, where, where are you? You come back an hour later all sweaty. I just uh, need to use the toilet. Why are you out of breath? Well, I'm not. This toilet's pretty far away. It's, like, it's, it's just next door. Is it? Ah, oh, I used the wrong one. Anyway, time for me to sleep. Uh, wife in laws was asleep. Since we returned home, I've been having webcam sex with my sister in law every day. I can't stop. And I know I'm taking a huge risk, but my wife and my wife would be heartbroken if she ever discovered what we have been doing. So, what are you actually asking here, bruv? Because it doesn't sound like you're even trying to stop. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like you're just to tell people, yeah, I'm having a great time. And that's it. <laughs> that's all it is. Um, right, two more. No way out. I think of end. I think of ending my life as my wife keeps racking up, as my wife keeps end racking up an enormous credit card debt. Whoa, 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 whoa! How are you ending your life through someone else's fuck up? What's going on there? Let's read this. My wife has run up a credit card bill, credit card debt of twelve thousand pounds i worked hard to pay off my own bills but whenever i can see it like the end of the tunnel another large bill comes up i'm 39 my wife is 36 we had we have two daughters who are my world but i'm sick of being in debt it's beginning to scare me sometimes i just think of just ending it my children would probably be better off without me how with your fucking debt rid riddled wife she'll probably take out a loan for your for your bloody funeral you know what I mean? No. Stay alive, man. Cut up her credit cards. Go, you're out of fucking control, all right? To stop it. You're married, so it's both for debt. And um, you don't want it. So she needs to sort that shit out. Go get her. Make her seat help. Anyway, next one. Shame and shock. I can't leave the house after I was bullied by a group of lads five years ago. Jesus Christ. A group of lads on the train were horrible to me five years ago. And I've been on a downward spiral ever since. I was 15 and excitedly on my way to a concert at the O2. I walked past these guys to find my seat and they started talking loudly about my size and how I look. I wasn't huge. Size 12 or 14. So that's crazy. So you knew you weren't huge, but still these five fuckheads managed to fuck up your whole day. You just go to O2, so you probably spend hundreds of pounds to go see this person you really want to see. Um, so you're surrounded by 20,000 people, all in a great mood, and you let five fuckheads ruin your life. Let's carry on, though. Uh, but for an hour, they said things like, look at her ass. She doesn't have much, she doesn't have much going on, going for her, does she? Look at her ass, she doesn't have much going for her. Let's see. Uh, okay. I mean, for an hour they said, "Look at your ass." Like, I guess you weren't sat down. Then. For 
fucking hour, like, jeez, what train are you on? You gotta be on a train for an hour from the O2. It's what, Jubilee line? Nah, it doesn't take an hour to get to Stanmore, and definitely now Stratford. I know, it's weird that I, I know that, right? I know all the stations on the Jubilee line. So, anyway, <laughs> I sat there trying to hold back tears. I felt like I'd die of embarrassment. Yeah, that would have been horrible. Since then, I rarely left the house because I feel ashamed of how I look. I use food for comfort, which is the last thing I need. I want to move on, but I can't. Listen, try to take a positive from this. That fat shaming was brutal, unkind, unnecessary, and not evil, but just, just horrible. And what you need to do, lady, is internalise that fat shaming in a healthy way and get yourself down to gym and get yourself in control of your body. You can't be living your life fucking indoors, comfort eating, and then going, I'm fat. No! Get out, get sexy, all right? And then you find these guys with your new sexy self and you fuck him. You fuck him, all right? Literally fuck him. And you give him the best head ever. And you make him fall in love. Right? And then you tell him, do you know what? Your dick's too small. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah. I just had a thought about it. Your dick's... I thought I could get over it, but your dick's the smallest dick I've ever seen in my life. And then just leave. Go delete my number, you little dick prick. That's what you do. And then he's the one who stays indoors for five years with his small cock. And that is how you do it. Bro. Oh, fuck. Wait a minute. <laughs> there was the light from my phone to illuminate that I was sat in the front of the car. Oh, that was close. Because he would just fully try to get in the car. And I just have the energy for that. The podcast is almost done. And I want to just get indoors and go to bed. Fuck. But what was I saying? Yeah. Um, that's what you got to do. That, that's my response. Uh, just use your body to get back at these guys. Anyway, I think that's the end of the podcast. It's time for bed. It's seven minutes past 11. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right, people, have a good one. Uh, like I said, get your tickets for Essex Boy from DarrenGriffiths.com. Still £10 a ticket. Price hasn't gone up. Price hasn't gone down. It's £10 a ticket. So I just go and sort that out, all right? And also go be on the big push, the big push for the sale. Uh, yeah, that's it, guys. This, and if you can't make it, and tell other people to go. Right? And I said there's a link. There's a video. You can see that I'm actually funny. And that's it. Peace out, people. That's the end of the podcast. Cheers.